Strange Tales. RelicRadio.com presents tales of the strange and bizarre, the weird and the wicked. Stories not necessarily of the supernatural, but of the unnatural. Join us now for Strange Tales, featuring radio drama at its most mysterious and unusual. This is Strange Tales. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me this Sunday. We're going to hear from the Sealed Book this week, a series that aired over mutual stations from March to September of 1945. 26 episodes were produced. Our story today is from August 26th, 1945. It's titled Time on My Hands. The Sealed Book. Once again, the keeper of the book has opened the ponderous door to the secret vault wherein is kept the great sealed book, in which is recorded all the secrets and mysteries of mankind through the ages. Here are tales of every kind, tales of murder, of madness, of dark deeds strange and terrible beyond all belief. Keeper of the book, I would know what tale we tell this time. Open the great book and let us read. Slowly... The great book opens. One by one, the keeper of the book turns the pages and stops. Ah, the strange story of a man who was down and out and was willing to do anything for money. A tale titled, Time on My Hands. Thank you. 
Here is a tale, Time on My Hands, as it is written in the pages of the sealed book. Our story begins in one of the cells of the state penitentiary. Joe Martin, his face white and tense, is speaking to Father Dolan. Father Dolan, I, I'm not faking insanity. I'm not. Everything I've told him is true. Look, you can make him see why it can't be tonight, why it mustn't be tonight. Even if it's only put off until tomorrow, that'll be all right. Then, then, then I'll know that what Mr. Benedict said won't come true. Listen, this is how it happened. It all started late one night last September. It was awful cold. It had been getting darker and darker all afternoon. Then, just about midnight, the storm started. Can't sleep here in the park, Joe. Not with all this rain coming down. Yeah. Oh, it's really pouring now, and I still ain't raised the price of a flop. Uh, oh, I just about sell myself to the devil for the price of a bed. I... Hey, hey, look. Eh? What's that you're picking up? Uh, it's a fountain pen, see? I can hock it. Maybe I can get the price of a pen. Ah, it's only a two-bit pen. You couldn't get a cent for it. Well, I'm going to have a try. What can I lose? Okay. And I'm heading downtown. I'll see you later. Yeah. If I don't kill over first. Oh. Coming down so hard, you can't see more than a couple of feet ahead. Oh, my feet is wet. I feel hot and cold. Hot and cold. Here's Rand's pawn shop. Come on. Oh, no. Closed. No luck. Never no luck. Try Morris's place. Right along here somewhere. I... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, here it is. Oh. Oh, closed, too. Why does this have to happen to me? Arnold's hawk shop has got to be open. It's... Can't see his window. Coming down so hard, I... It's got to be open. Nobody's lucking me that bad. Be open, be open, be open. Oh, closed. Oh, he's closed too. Now what? I gotta keep walking around. I'll kill over. No one inside. I'm all alone. No friends, no place. No. What's that? Hawk shop? Never noticed this place before. Must be a new one. Here I go. I gotta get in. Gotta get some dough for this pen. I gotta. Must be the boss up there in the back of the shop working on his books. Yeah. Uh, uh. Good uh, evening. Oh, oh, good evening. Good evening. Yeah, no, no on the street, huh? Why, yes, I am. But I've been in this business quite a number of years. Quite a number. You, uh, have something you desire to pawn? Huh? Oh, yeah, 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 this, this here fountain pen. May I see it, please? Oh, sure. It's a fine pen. Writes good, too. I'm afraid I wouldn't be interested in that. Well, oh, look, mister, couldn't you let me have something on it? I'm sorry, but this pen is worthless. Yeah, just my luck. Uh, possibly you have something else you can pawn. Something else? Me? Well, I got time on my hands. Time. Nothing to do with it. Nothing but starve and freeze. Ah, then perhaps we can do business after all. Huh? In fact, I can make you a very handsome offer. If you're prepared to sell, say, five years of your life, 
Sell five years of my life. Look, how can you buy five years of my life? Oh, it's very simple. Our firm, shall I say, does it all the time. You merely sign an agreement and the five years are deducted from your lifespan. You mean I'd, I'd die five years sooner than I should? Yes, but then think how unhappy your years are. Well? Who are you, mister? Why do business under a dozen different names? Benedict is as good a name as any. Now come. Are you willing to sell five years of your life? I'm prepared to offer you, shall we say, a thousand dollars a year. thousand dollars a year? Yes. Five thousand dollars in all. Think of it. With that money, you can live as you've always wanted to live. Yeah, yeah, I know, but, but five years. What will they mean to you? Cold. Hunger, wet feet. Yeah, wet feet. <laughs> sure would feel good to have a new pair of shoes on my feet. You got the money here, mister? Yes, I always pay in cash. Five thousand bucks, huh? Sure, sure, why not? Why not, indeed. I'll have to look your record up in my files. Uh, what is your full name, please? Uh, Joseph Henry Martin. Let me see. Joseph Henry Martin. You, you mean... You got my my name in that file? Why, yes. We try to keep our records complete. Uh, you were born December the 22nd, 1912. Yeah. Your father's name was Richard. Your mother's name was Margaret. Yeah, you, you, you're right. Very well, Mr. Martin. Your record is satisfactory and we can do business. If you'll just sign this form, please. Yeah, mister. Oh, oh th this line, huh? Yes, please. Your name in full and the date. Joseph Henry Martin, October 5th. Yeah. What about the dough? Of course. If you will just feel in the right-hand pocket of your coat. Money? A handful of $500 bills? Please count them to make sure the sum is correct, Mr. Martin. Yeah, yeah, be glad. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's all there. Five thousand bucks! It's been a pleasure to do business with you, Mr. Martin. Good oh, night. What? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a mutual. Good night. Five thousand bucks? Ah! I'm rich! Oh, am I gonna have me a time? Come on! Service, service! How about some service in this hotel? I want a room, see? No, 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 no. I want a suite. The best suite you got, Mac. With a bath. <laughs> Never mind how I look. Never mind. I got those, see? <laughs> $500 bill. Now, how do I get that suite, don't I? Six suits, brother. That's what I said. I want six suits. Tweed. Like them in a window. Only with more color in them, see? When a guy's got dough, he wears tweeds. <laughs> and I got dough, see? Any fur coat you like, baby. Just name it. Go ahead, name it. That one? <laughs> okay, mister, wrap it up. Go on, you heard what the lady said. But one day, a little more than three months after Joe had come into his newfound wealth, he was shocked to learn that he was overdrawn at the bank. It seemed the $5,000 was gone. Even more, he owed a hotel bill of $400.
Late that night, Joe skipped his hotel and took up residence at a cheap boarding house. One by one, his possessions began to go. What do you mean, only... What? Ten bucks for these suits. Look, look, they're worth 60 anyway. Look, Mac, I paid a tail... Ten bucks, huh? Okay, let me have it. Only a dollar for my hat. One buck. But... Well, I... Gotta have a bed tonight, so okay. Say, bud, can you help a fellow that's down and out, huh? Huh? Can you help me out with a, a little something, mister, huh? Just a little... Hey, you louse. Didn't even look at me. Midnight ain't even got the price of a flop yet. Raining again. Always at rain. Four months ago, I had 5,000 bucks. Now I ain't got a dime. I ain't even got anything left to pour. Nothing. Not even a... Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, sure I am. Why didn't I think of that before? Benedict's pawn shop. I'm still young. I got plenty of time left. I'm going to see To continue the story, time on my hands, as it is written in the sealed book. Soaked to the skin, his shoes leaking, Joe Martin trudged through the rain toward Benedict's pawn shop. He peered anxiously ahead as he approached it. Just a little further, and I'll be there. He's got to be open. He just got. Yeah, yeah. There's a light in his window. He is open. evening. Oh, Mr. Benedict. Remember me? Certainly. You're Joseph Henry Martin. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Look, how'd you like to buy another five years of my life for me? Huh? Uh, just a minute, please, while I get your record from the file. 
Uh, you can bet this time I ain't gonna waste my dough. Ah, here we are. Joseph Henry Mark. Yeah, yeah. Well, is it a deal for another five years, huh? Uh, yes, we can do business. Ah, good. Uh, however, Mr. Martin, I can only pay you $500 a year this time. $2,500 in all. $2,500? Oh, but look, you, you gave me $5,000 for the first five years. Yes, I know, but uh, we're rather heavily stocked just now. $2,500? I don't know. I was kind of counting on, on, on buying a farm with a $5,000. Well, perhaps we can do business another time, when conditions are more favorable. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, let me think it over. Do so, by all means. It's quite all right. My clothes are soaked. My feet are wet. 2,500 bucks, I could... All right. All right, it's a deal. If you'll just sign your name and the date on this form, as before. Okay. Joseph Henry... Uh, what's the date? January the 18th. And put down the time, Joseph. Two minutes past two. Yeah, two minutes past two. Hey, yeah. Fine. Hey. Hey, you can feel a door in my pocket again. Yeah. Yeah, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Twenty-five hundred, yeah. Look, uh, hey, maybe I better sell you another five years, huh? I, I could get a much better farm for five thousand, you know. Sorry, but I'm afraid we're not interested in any further purchases. Why not? You have no more time to sell. No. No more? What do you mean? According to my records, with the sale you've just made, deducted from your lifespan, you have just two more hours to live. Two hours? Yes. You're now due to die at three minutes after four o'clock in exactly two hours. No, no, that's a mistake. It must be. No, no, Mr. Martin. I have your record right here, and our records are never wrong. Then what did you let me sell you the five years for? My dear Mr. Martin, you asked me to buy them. Yeah, but what good is a 2500 now to take back your door and give me back my five years? I regret to say that there are no exchanges. There's got to be one, you hear me? I'm warning you. You're going to give me back my five years, or aren't you? I should like to oblige, but it's against our policy. Oh, it is, is it? Maybe this will help you change your mind, huh? I should put down that knife if I were you, Mr. Martin. Put it down when I get back my five years or no sooner. Do I get them? I'm sorry to say no. No, I take that! What are you standing there smiling for? I stabbed you! You gotta fall! Fall, do you hear me? You... You're not even bleeding. No, Mr. Martin, I'm not even bleeding. <laughs> you better pick up your money and go. Yeah, but look, look, don't you see I... Look, give me a break, will you, mister? You have one hour and 58 minutes left now. I'm sorry, Mr. Martin. Oh, you can't let me die like this. You can't do it. You've you got to give me more time, please. Well, I think we could arrange for you to have more time if you care to sell your soul. Huh? S sell my soul? It's of trifling value, of course, but my firm has a certain use for such things. My soul? But I, I never thought very much about it. Never had any use for it myself, I guess. Few people do. It's superfluous at best. What? what was that? Merely the clock striking the quarter hour. It's now a quarter past two. Quarter past two. All, all, all right, I, I'll sell. Where do I sign? Well, unfortunately, in this matter, your signature would not be binding. There's only one way I could be certain of getting my property when the time comes. What? What? What way is that? You'd have to, shall we say, 
remove some person from this life. You mean, you mean kill someone? Exactly. And in return, you shall have the balance of the victim's life. You may be fortunate enough to find someone who has 30 or 40 years to live. Just think, all that time would be yours. Yeah, yeah, but, but to have to kill somebody... Oh, you don't have to. It's just a suggestion. Yeah, but if I don't... But, uh, I die in two hours. One hour and 47 minutes, to be exact. No. No, I couldn't kill no one. Even if it means I die tonight. I can't do it, you hear me? I'm getting out of here. In three minutes. I, I, I gotta get out of the storm. There's a bar room. I could use a drink. What do you have? Uh, double whiskey. Keep them coming. Let me have another. Say, pal, you already put away a bottle. Don't you think you had enough for one night? Look, look, you just keep setting them up. I'm paying for it, Ella. Okay, it's your funeral. Don't say that. All right, all right. I didn't mean nothing by it. Last time I'll, I'll ever hear a clock strike. Only three minutes. Three minutes. Did you say something? No, no. Oh, what's that? What's what? What's that? That, that, that clock ticking. Where is it? Clock? There ain't no clock ticking in here. There is! Listen, guy, you, you had a couple too many, I guess. Okay, I, I can hear it, I tell you. It's ticking, ticking, ticking. Tell me I've, I've, I've only got three minutes left. Look, fella, it's time you was going. I, I don't like the way you're talking. Yeah, yeah. Gotta get out of here. Gotta get away from that clock.
now to continue the story, Time on My Hands, as it is written in the sealed book. His heart pounding in his ears, Joe ran out of the bar and down the street, terror clutching his heart. Try as he would, he couldn't rid himself of one thought. The clock had just struck four. The end was fast approaching. Breathless, he came to a stop. Looked around wildly. Three minutes to live. Three minutes. No, no. Must be only two now. I, I don't want to die. I, I want to live. I want to live. I've got to do it. I've got to. Time is going so fast. It's too tempting. No, no, no. Here comes somebody. Uh, mister, mister, you, you got a match? Sure, yeah, sure. Hey, why are you looking at me like that? Oh, no, you're old, you're old. You, you must be over 70. Uh, yes, but... but you, ah, you're uh, no good to me. I want someone with lots of life, man. Lots of life for me to live. You're mad. You're mad. Wait a minute. Here comes somebody else. Somebody young. I can, I can tell by the way he was. Somebody with years to live yet. It's my last chance. Hey, uh, hey, mister. Call me? Yeah, you, uh, you, you got the time? Yeah, sure. Exactly... Two and a half minutes after four. Ah, uh, like 30 seconds left. 30, 30 seconds. Yeah, what are you doing with that knife? Oh, don't. Well, I... Done what you said. I, I kill a man. I kill him. Do you hear me? I, I kill a man. Yes, I know you have. I'm a murderer. But you're alive. And as you see, it's a quarter past four. Yeah, I'm alive. And his time. I'm sure you'll put it to excellent use. Yeah. Take his wallet so as to get his name. Proof he I did it. His name is Frank Arcoa. Frank R. Caldwell. I look it up in the files. He's young. He wanted to live too, but they killed him. Frank R. Caldwell. Here it is. How much? How much time I got to live? Now, let me see. Hmm. His file expires on August 20th. August 20th? What year? This year. Th this year? Yes. You've received just seven months from him. Seven months? No. <laughs> You must be wrong. He, he was so young. I'm sorry, but seven months was all he had. Oh, no, no, he You'll can't. You'll find our records are quite correct. So your card will be removed from our files no. at no. ten minutes after 11 p.m. on August 20th. No, no, no. Ah, August 20th. Oh, that's wonderful. So that's what you've done to me. August 20th. Oh, no. August 20th. August 20th. That's the man who stopped me. Oh, are you? Just a minute there. Yeah, that's the man, all right. He's the one that killed that poor boy. Yeah, come along, you. You're under arrest. August 20th, he's there. Seven months. Just seven months. What you see, Father Dolan, he, he said I, I was going to die on August 20th. Oh, August 20th. So, so that's why it's got to be put off until tomorrow. Because today is the 20th, and if I go tonight, then he'll... he'll... 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. No. 
contrary, Father Dolan. His time is up. You ready, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I sure wouldn't. I'm, I'm ready. It's time for me to go, isn't it? Just the time he said I'd go. So ends the tale, Time on My Hands, as it is written in the sealed book. As Joe was strapped into the electric chair, there was a look of terror in his eyes. It was not death that terrified him, but the thought of Mr. Benedict. Mr. Benedict, who would be waiting for him. Keeper of the book, before you close the great volume, show us the tale we tell next time. This one. Ah, yes. The tale of a man who committed the perfect murder, only to discover that every murder must be paid for. The tale is titled Death Laughs Last. Be sure to be with us again next time when the sound of the great gong heralds another strange and exciting tale from The Sealed Book. The Sealed Book, produced and directed by Jock McGregor, is written by Bob Arthur and David Kogan. That's our strange tale for this week. You can find more from the sealed book at relicradio.com alongside thousands of other old-time radio shows, more from strange tales, our shoutcast stream, and everything else Relic Radio. You can donate through the website as well if you'd like to help support this and all of the shows. It's how the show keeps coming to you every week. Thanks to those who have. Thanks for joining me today. Talk again next Sunday with another episode of Relic Radio's Strange Tales.